Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in 2 Kings, chapter 1 through 30, The Fall of Jerusalem, part 2, uh, Joachim, and then we're going to do um, Joachim re released, and then we'll head to the New Testament. The Fall of Jerusalem, part 2. So in the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, in the tenth month of the tenth, tenth day of the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched against Jerusalem with his whole army. He encamped outside the city and built siege works all around it. The city was kept under siege until the eleventh year of King Zedekiah. By the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine in the city had come so that so severe that there was no food for the people to eat. When the city wall was broken through, and the whole army fled at night through the gate between the two walls near the garden, king's garden, through though the Babylonians were surrounded surrounding the city, they fled toward the Arabah. But the Babylonian army pursued the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho. All his soldiers were separated from him and scattered, and he was captured. He was taken to the king of Babylon at Ribah, where, sent, where sentence was pronounced on him. They killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. Then they put out his eyes, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. On the seventh day of the fifth month, in the nineteenth day of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuzardan, commander of the imperial guards and an official of the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. He set fire to the temple of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of Jerusalem. Every important building he, bear, he burned down. The whole Babylonian army, under the commander of the imperial guard, broke down the walls around Jerusalem. Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuzaradan, the commander of the guard, carried into exile the people who remained in the city, along with the rest of the populace and those who had gone over to the king of Babylon. But the commander left behind some of the poorest people of the land to work the vineyards and fields. The Babylonians broke up the bronze pillars, the movable stands, and the bronze sea that were at the temple of the Lord, and they carried the bronze to Babylon. They also took away the pots, shovels, wick trimmers, dishes, and all the bronze articles used in the temple service. The commander of the imperial guard took away the censers and sprinkling bowls, all that were made of pure gold or silver. The bronze from the two pillars, the sea and the movable stands, which Solomon had made from, for the temple of the Lord, was more than could be weighed. Each pillar was, 70, was 27 feet high. The bronze capital on top of one pillar was four and a half feet high. It was decorated by, with a network of pomegranates and a bronze all around. The other pillar with this network was similar. The commander of the guard took as prisoners Sariah the, the chief priest, Zephaniah the priest next in rank, and the three doorkeepers. Of those still in the city, he took the officer in charge of the fighting men and five royal advisors. 
He also took the secretary who was chief officer in charge of, of the conscripting the people of the land and 60 of his men who were found in the city. Nebuzardan, the commander, took them all and brought them to the king of Babylon in Riblah. There in Riblah, in the land of Hamath, the king had them executed. So Judah went into captivity, away from the, her land. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahakim, the son of Shaphan, to be over the people he had left behind in Judah. When all the army officers and their men heard that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah as governor, they came to Gedaliah at Mitzpah. Ishmael, son of Nathaniel, Nathaniah, Jehonan, son of Kariah, Sariah, son of Tam, Tanhamath, the Netophathite, Jazniah, the son of Mechathite, and their men. Gedaliah took an oath to reassure them and their men. Do not be afraid of the Babylonian officials, he said. Settle down in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it will go well with you. The seventh month, however, Ishmael, son of Nathaniah, son of Elishama, who was of royal blood, came with ten men and assassinated Gedaliah and also the men of Judah and the Babylonians who were with him at Mitzvah. At this all the people from the least to the greatest, together with the army officers, fled to Egypt for fear of the Babylonians. Jehoiachin released. In the thirty-seventh year of the exile of, Je of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, in the year Evil Mordiach became king of Babylon, he released Jehoiachin from prison on the twenty-seventh day of the twelfth month, he spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat of honor higher than those of the other kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiachin put aside his prison clothes and for the rest of his life ate regularly at the king's table. Day by day, the king gave Jehoiachin a regular allowance as long as he lived. That's all I have for you today uh, for the Old Testament. Let's head to the New Testament tomorrow, we will start with First Chronicles. That was the end of Second Kings. So let's go ahead and head to the New Testament. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and today we are in Revelation chapter 16. Verses 1 through 21, the seven bowls of God's wrath. Let's go ahead and begin and read the scripture. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land, and ugly and painful swords broke out in the, on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead man, and every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and the springs of water, and they became blood. 
Then I heard the angel in charge of the water say, You are just in these judgments, you who are and who were the Holy One. Because you have so judged, for they have shed the blood of your saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. For the fourth angel poured out his bull on the sun, and the sun was given power to scorch people with fire. They were seared by the intense heat, and they cursed the name of God, and had control over these plagues, but they refused to repent and glorify God, glorify him. The fifth angel poured out his bull on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. Men gnawed um, their tongues in agony, and cursed the God of heaven, because of their pains and their sores, but they refused to repent of what they had done. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs. They came out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are spirits of demons performing miraculous signs. They go out to the kings of the world, whole world to gather them for battle on the great day of God, of God Almighty. Behold, I come like a thief. Blessed is he who stays awake and keeps his clothes with him, so that he may not go naked and be shameful, shamefully exposed. Then they gathered the kings together to the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and on the temple, and out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne saying, "It is done." Then there came flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and severe earthquake. No earthquake like it has ever occurred since man has been on earth. So tremendous was the quake. The great city split in three parts, and the cities, the nations collapsed. God remembered Babylon the Great and gave her the cup filled with the wine of the fury of his wrath. Every, every island fled away from, and the mountains could not be found. From the sky, huge hailstones and of about a hundred pounds each fell upon men. And they cursed God on the account of the plague of hail because the plague was so terrible. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. We know these times are coming soon. So let us spread your gospel throughout the world so that people know who you are, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.